on this episode of Athletic Training Chat, we get to talk with someone that's not an athletic trainer but works directly with them, both in the U.S. but also overseas. Uh, we are talking to Lawrence White, who is a consultant for Mueller Sports Medicine, has done a ton in his career around compression, especially pneumatic compression, has seen a lot of different things. Uh, while not a sports medicine professional himself, he was a professional athlete and has been in this business, um, in the sales and looking at pneumatic compression for the last 10 years or so. So there's a lot that he has seen in terms of just the evolution and the growth of pneumatic compression, what works, what doesn't. Um, and we also talk a lot about the research on pneumatic compression that hadn't even really occurred to me. That is not to say that it didn't for everyone else. To really look at to better understand what is the most effective and what could actually be detrimental. So as always, we are powered by Mueller Sports Medicine. Uh, this is talking around the Mueller Revive. We get to that towards the end of the episode after we have a, just a lot of conversation about the overall treatment modality in and of itself. So um, check out that Mueller Revive. Very affordable, lots of cool features. We talk about that as well and what makes it unique. And so a lot of good things to take away from this episode. But without further ado, please enjoy this episode. episode of athletic training chat we are on with lawrence white who works uh with mueller sports medicine who is obviously one of our partners for this podcast uh fortunately we're getting to have this conversation unfortunately it didn't have get to happen in person due to some scheduling uh difficulties and lawrence, lawrence having to catch a plane uh for just a short flight i'm assuming back across uh, the atlantic ocean there but we are going to talk today about uh compression therapy, uh, wearable compression, uh, which Mueller has now really stepped into the realm of that with their Revive product. So we're going to talk about that specifically. But before we get into that, I uh, just wanted to turn it over to Lawrence to give a little bit of, bit, a little bit of his background on how he's ultimately here working with Mueller today, but then just his unique insight on this technology and just kind of sports medicine equipment in general, um, just talking offline. He has some extensive background knowledge um, on a lot of different things. So, uh, Lawrence, I'll turn it over to you. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Well, yeah, thanks a lot for inviting me onto the podcast. Uh, this is my first podcast, so, <laughs> uh, you know, bear that in mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my background, uh, yeah, very much passionate about sport from a very early age. Uh, did a sports science degree and then following that, I uh, went straight into professional rugby. Um, so from an educational standpoint, got good background, but then also from a professional sports uh, background as well. Uh, certainly back then, we probably weren't as professional as we as the athletes are today in the rugby. Uh, you know, it was a uh, from amateur to professional, we were probably just in the middle of that. So the benefits are, you know, we had some good amateur <laughs> ethos still within the team, but obviously still a professional mindset as well. So. Uh, and then from there, you know, um, I, I had a, uh, an idea for a, a product, uh, inflatable uh, ice bath, the recovery tub product. 
And that was how I started uh, uh, my business uh, in 2004. And from there, we made connections, sourcing other products, uh, looking at uh, how we can do things better or help athlete either recover, perform better. That was really what we were looking for. And uh, we identified sort of three areas that we'd always look at. You know, is it backed by science? Uh, can it be easily implemented into an athlete's routine recovery strategy or whatever it is, the team environment? Um, and then, you know, would would the team or players buy into it? Because it could be the best product backed by science, but if the players don't want to use it, then, then you know, it's uh, it's not going to it's not going to sell. It's not going to be popular. Right. Uh, so there, there were the sort of things we looked at when looking at new products. Um, as my company's you know, from a lifestyle business, it was while I was still playing rugby, moved into, yeah, more serious business. Um, that's when we got into compression therapy in particular, uh, nearly 10 years ago now. And we we took that uh, particular brand and uh, became the EU distributor for that. So, you know, we've got sort of 10 years experience in the compression market and compression technology, you know, with a good overview of the competition on the marketplace, how the therapies are very different between brand, different brands and different technologies. Uh, and over the last five or six years, we've my personal business has moved more into sort of capital investment products, uh, such things as cryotherapy chambers, hyperbaric chambers. We still have a focus on compression therapy because I, I think it's got a real pl- key place for recovery, but also for other aspects of uh, the athlete's life, whether it's rehab, uh, warm-up potential application um, and that that plugs into part of a whole project uh, delivery that we do you know with, with my company in the UK and specifically uh, the compression side you know I work with Mueller as a consultant but with my expertise in uh, compression technology to help them launch and be successful with uh, the revive uh, in the marketplace so. awesome Kind of starting, um, you, you referenced it a little bit um, about just the differences from company to company, and I definitely want to talk about that. But I'm also just kind of curious, you know, you said you've been a part of this for the last 10 years. What, what have you seen evolve in terms of the compression technology just over that span of time? Yeah, g- generally, you know, there's been a, a marketing companies are – the ones that are pushing the product you know they're they may you know really not specialists in clinical compression and you know generally you know there's a lot of products out there and they all look the same and a lot of them are the same in the fact that they are just trying to build cheaper and uh products to it's a race to the bottom line uh, sure. and they try and market it by giving it to elite athletes like they would do a pair of trainers uh and you know, that that is the, unfortunately, you know, that's what the Revive is against because the Revive is, does stand out from the competition in a number of ways, which obviously we'll go through. But, uh, you know, generally, you know, it's that race to the bottom line, cheaper products. Uh, and people, the perception is they're all the same. They all look the same. It's, you know, they're looking at the best looking mo- model or device because they think sure. the perception is they will do the same thing. Uh, but, you know, as you dig just a little bit deeper and you don't have to dig too deep to find out how uh, the product's different, even comparing one leg in uh, competition, one in revive, 
very quickly you'll see the difference in uh, the effect it has on the the physiology of the uh, the athlete that's using it. So, uh, so what are some of those key, you know, di differentiators that you would find? And like again, for how do people go and um, really figure out what those are? Because you know, in my own personal career, when we were kind of talking about this just before we hit record, it's like we bought a couple units of a of a brand. Um, this was before Revive came out when, at the previous place I was at. Um, prior to that, there was another brand that I had come across and used, and I never really dug into what the difference was. Well, you know, one had sequential, plus they're kind of patented, if you will, um, way that it would go and compress, you know, up the, excuse me, the leggings. But um, with the profession, there are people that go and dive in deep into those details and really try to understand, you know, depending on what the piece of equipment is. But not everybody does, and they look for, you know, what what has got the most marketing out there and you just happen to see most often or, you know, the flashiest one, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what are the pros using, um, you know, because it got sponsored and there's a whole recovery room or whatever it is. So what are the, some of the things that truly set it apart or people should look for to make sure that they are getting the best product? Yeah, I mean, there's two, in a simple way, there's two real things that you should be looking at. One is pressure. Yep. Now, there is a sweet spot of pressure really for recovery. You know, you, most of the research points to pressures of 50 to 70 millimetres mercury. Uh, and although that's a, a range of 20 millimetres mercury, we're still looking for precision in, in the level you select in each and every chamber as you deliver that therapy. Uh, so that's one thing. The pressure is so important, you know, and, you know, the perception is, you know, a bit like... Uh, with athletes, cryotherapy chambers, for example, their perception is to go into a cry chamber, three minutes may be the recommended time, but they want to go into for five minutes. Mm -hmm. They'll go into six minutes, seven minutes. Their perception, some is good, more is better, right? <laughs> exactly. And that is the complete opposite, you know, of what compression therapy is about. You know, more is actually the, the whole point of compression therapy is you want to increase venous return. Uh, so you want to force more blood back to the heart. By doing that, we increase cardiac output, which means we can, we've got more blood. Every beat, we have more more blood to oxygenated, nutrient-rich blood to help recovery. Uh, so that's one thing we're looking to do is uh, increase that venous return. Um, the second thing is we want to be activating the lymphatic system, you know, and that, that is a key thing to, to be, do, be able to do. You know, the, the lymphatic system doesn't have a heart like the circulatory system. So it relies on mechanical or you know, muscular contraction, or in this case, pneumatic compression to help stimulate that lymphatic movement of fluid. And, uh, you know, we talk about that sweet spot, uh, you know, there's research on the lymphatic system. When you start getting above 80 millimeters of mercury, you know, you're actually collapsing, you can collapse the lymphatic system. So you're not gonna be moving that fluid or reducing edema, um, you know, so that's just, you know, uh, the two things that really are important, the, the pressure is, is key. You know, uh, a lot of the competition, there's one in particular that can go up to 250 millimeters of mercury. Oh, wow. So you're, you know, the, you're actually having the, 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 for me, anything above 80 millimeters of mercury, that's when you uh, start potentially restricting blood flow, which is not what you want to do. Uh, the second thing is you're going to be collapsing that lymphatic system, which may sound more drastic than it is. We're not saying you're going to, collapse it it's never going to work again but you're not 
you're not going to be stimulating that lymphatic system. Uh, right, it's counter counterproductive. It, it, exactly. So you know, an athlete's perception might be that that squeeze on the leg, high pressure, feels sort of aggressive, quite tough at the time on the leg, and they they may perceive that to be a positive thing, but physiologically you're reducing blood flow, you're not activating your lymphatic, lymphatic system. You know, you, you really are, yeah, it might feel good during that therapy, but the Revive product will actually feel good. It's more of a relaxing therapy. You know, it's rhythmic, the, uh, uh, the therapy, um, but after it, you'll notice a difference. You'll feel lighter leg, there's better range of motion. You'll feel fresher, the legs feel lighter. Uh, so yeah, the pressure is the key sort of general thing that people should be looking at. And then the second thing is time. And what I mean by that is cycle time. So the revive, you know, a cycle, we talk about sequential compression, uh, which, but it's sequential gradient compression as well. So what we mean by that is from distal to proximal fills the first chamber to a pressure, then the second, then the third, then the fourth, holding the pressure in each chamber as it moves from distal to proximal. Now, uh, the time that takes is important because the it, the quicker it is, the more flushes you get. So, for example, you know, the cycle typically is about a minute, a minute 15 per cycle, depending on what pressure, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and what we're looking for is more cycles. So if we have more cycles, it means more flushes. We're, we're moving more blood. We're moving more fluid in the lymphatic system. So that time is really important. Again, the, one of the competitions, uh, you know, one of their new units, the cycle time is five minutes. Uh, we did some tests on it yesterday with the sales team. And, uh, you know, we, we put one leg in the competition, one leg in the revive. You know, we, we've done three or four cycles in the time it's taken the one full cycle on the sure. competition. And, you know, perception, you know, on the higher pressures as well, you get like a not pins and needles, but you get that feeling in your foot that you have, you have stopped blood flow because of the high pressure and also the time the limb is under pressure. Uh, you know, so, you know, they're the two key things that generally is the, uh, the pressure. Uh, so it's quite a sweet spot pressure you want, that precise pressure as well. Um, and then the time, how many cycles you can get, you know, the more flushes, the, the better the recovery. Now, is all of that stuff, you know, readily available? I, I, this, I'm again, I'm one of those athletic trainers. I just learned that 80 milligrams of mercury can, you know, kind of clamp off the lymphatic system. Um, I did not know that, and never just thought it to even look. Um, but in terms of like looking at different things, you know, within just like the infographic or even like on the internet, is that stuff easily? found or is that stuff that you know from what you guys have found in your own research obviously you know no, you knowing the market as well as you do you know do you got to look specific places or is that just people it's, don't highlight that because it's not necessarily the selling point they're looking for yeah the, you know a lot of the competition point to a few studies but that's not the main how they sell the product you know uh, sure the the revived technology is actually uh, the manufacturer, the company behind that make the revived product is a company called uh, Megoethic. They've got 40 years experience in the medical market. Uh, 
So they do have actual medical products that are used for lymphedema. So, you know, those therapies are all about activating the lymphatic system. You know, sure. any, anyone that knows any, you know, uh, lymphatic uh, massage, uh, yep. which is a specialist type of massage, but those pressures, it, it's not the same as a sports massage. It's a lighter, lighter massage, uh, you know, and that's really, you know, as you start looking at actually what are we trying to do, you know, with increased blood flow, that's pretty standard, you know, what we're trying to do, increase the return. But the lymphatic system is such an important system. And, uh, you know, people uh, don't, you know, maybe don't look at it enough, you know, even to 20 years ago, the, it was a lot was unknown about the lymphatic system, maybe 30 years ago. You know, um, so, yeah, the, there is research there, uh, you know, the rise based on medical uh, device uh, that specialises in the lymphatic system and how you can activate the lymphatic system. And I know there is an argument, well, we're talking about healthy, yeah, but the lymphatic system is functioning, but you can still boost that with the correct therapy, compression therapy. Um, so, yeah, the science is there, you know, the, um, yeah, when you, when you look at lymphatic massage, you know, it is a similar process, you know, we look at a yep. light, lighter, uh, pressure because that's all you need that's what you need to activate the lymphatic system so yeah. you mentioned um just kind of earlier you know your recovery is obviously kind of is a sweet spot but injury um is also you know something that a lot of different compression options are out there on the market you know Mueller has their own other types of versions too which we don't need to get into but say you know talking sprained ankle you know super common always you know tends to swell up you know we got to control that is that 50 to 70 that you kind of talking about in terms of milligrams of mercury you know pressure something you would still recommend for that kind of initial part or do you kind of play with that at all based on patient tolerance or is there something there yeah i mean the you said um patient tolerance that's exactly it you know okay for rehab for rehab you, you know, are the revived lowest pressure is 20 millimeters of mercury. So okay. in the acute phase, this can be used because we can uh, work at those lower pressures, 20 millimeters of mercury. Now, there's two variables you can obviously increase over time, uh, but it's always dependent on the pain threshold or any uh, the feedback from the, the, um, the athlete. But ultimately, you know, we can start, you know, in the acute phase of rehab and it's not to say we okay we're, we're going to replace cold therapy no, definitely not in that acute phase you can still use that cold therapy but then you can use the revive you know cold therapy has a limit uh, a window in terms of how long you can apply it but then you can add the revive which will help re uh, reduce the edema further if you want you, you need that at that stage um and yeah you you, you can increase time and then obviously you can increase pressure as you move through the rehab process, but obviously pain being the threshold. Uh, the, it was interesting you mentioned the, the ankle uh, sprain. You know, we, there's a particular garment that we have, uh, the, the mini boot. Uh, so this is a great, great product. Uh, so yeah, it's just below the knee. It's a particular good application for travel. So if you're on a seated position, you can still have a therapy when you are traveling or flying. Uh, or alternatively, if you're, so if I give you a scenario, if you've got an athlete, they're injured on a Wednesday, uh, they've sprained their ankle, there's a big game on the Saturday, 
you know, what are you going to do? You know, yeah, you can always say you can put them in this boot. They can sleep in the boot potentially. Uh, the the M4 model has a, a interval uh, program, so you can set it on for eight hours, for example. You have 20 minute treatment, 40 minute rest, and that will repeat um, for eight hours. So you can block off, so you can only have, you only have to put one uh, limb, or one ankle, one one leg in the in the boot, and then it gives you that fighting chance that they're going to get rid of that edema and potentially they're going to be able to play at the weekend. So that's just something that can be can be used uh, as as one particular application. Um, so, but the looking at the rehab point of view, you know, there is a, you know, there's a real focus on that injury side. So if you've got post ACL, uh, you know, you've got this healthy athlete that is used to moving every day, you know, training, recovery days, moving, they use their bodies used to moving. Uh, we're we're going to treat the injury, the, uh, the swelling or the knee on the left side, for example. But then after that, put both limbs in the, in the recovery boots, for example, the, um, uh, the boots. And, and what you find is, you know, what we do is keeping the healthy tissue healthy. So what I mean by that is that the non-injured limb sure. uh, still needs blood flow. We still need that lymphatic system activated to stay healthy. Uh, so, you know, it's not just about the targeted and the injury site. It's actually, you know, keeping the health, healthy tissue healthy. Uh, just a thought, you know, as you were showing the shorter boot, which yeah, makes a ton of sense for traveling, because even though we'd maybe want to flush that all the way up, you know, our leg, if possible, trying to sit in a chair uh, with a full leg compression on is probably not going to work out so well uh, with your knees having to be bent. Um, also annoying. Uh, I've, I've traveled overseas with Mueller a few times, long, long flights, and compression socks uh, were my lifesaver um, just to try and keep everything feeling a little bit better um, being stuck there. But kind of going back to the ankle sprain, shorter boot, some of the thought that are even there, like you can get more cycles just because there's less chambers to go through, or is there a same, same amount of chambers just in a condensed space? Yeah, so uh, it's it's still four chambers. Of the okay. garment. They are smaller chambers. So, yeah, like you said, it's quicker. So, okay. for, for example, if you've only got one boot on as well, the same compressor is working, but we're only filling half the chambers if we've only got one boot. Sure. So, and it's speeding that cycle up even quicker. So That makes you know, sense. In that, in that acute phase as well, which the, the M4 unit is awesome, you know, there's nothing... There's no other unit like it on the market. You know, um, most apps uh, have, uh, you know, the, from the competition, the app is just an extension on the, the unit's settings. It's just a repeat, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, with the M4, the app actually, from a professional using it, you can dive so deep into it. So, you know, looking at the ankle rehab, for example, you know, the, there's, a, there's different stages and different settings you can change. So... There's a hold time. So once the last chamber is um, uh, at pressure, there's a hold time from zero to 10 seconds. So we can change that from one, two, three, all the way up to 10 seconds. So for rehab, you know, once we've hit the pressure on the last chamber, you know, zero second hold. So we're not keeping the limb under pressure for too long. You know, we're not looking for a slightly extended cycle. And also what we can change is the release. So that's the time when the, um, all the chambers release pressure 
uh, until the next cycle starts. So again, in an acute injury, we might want to have a longer release. So the, again, we're just giving the the limb, uh, you know, some some uh, extra time, not under pressure, and then we get ready for the next cycle. So that release can be changed from anywhere from zero, uh, from sorry, ten seconds to seventy-five seconds, I believe. Uh-huh. So again, you can really tailor uh, the the therapy for the individual's use. Uh, um, with the M4, that, that is with an app, so you can do it with your phone. You can save that program specifically. Uh, you can build some progression into that pro- those programs for rehab and share that with the, the, the athlete. If they're remotely, you know, if there's someone else with the unit, you can send the programs to them. Oh, so nice. It, it gives some great functionality. And although Big Brother watching, <laughs> what you can also do is actually check the unit. So say you did give this to a player, say, right, take it away for the weekend. Uh, you need to use this three times a day minimum. Sure, sure. Um, and then when they come back, there's two things you can do. You check their app because it does give you individual player stats uh, on their app so it can help them track their recovery. But from that particular uh, you know, example I've given you, when they you get the unit back, you can log into it and just check, how, you know, have they used it? <laughs> have they done the same session they should? You know, so. I got to imagine there's several athletic trainers out there that would be curious um, about that, you know, somebody comes back and be like, it's not any better. What's going on? And you can be like, well, you know, here you go. Um, this may be a loaded question, but just kind of you're talking about the release times and all the different things uh, that you can do with it, which I think is awesome. I, again, I haven't dug into any research on this. Has there been any on like, you know, for acute versus subacute versus just recovery, if there's certain times that seem to maybe produce better results or, Maybe that's something that's you know down the line to establish maybe better protocols, if you will, um, versus you know all, always patient preference kind of comes into that as well. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot there's a lot of research out there, you know, for re- reducing edema, uh, bone bone healing, even uh, system of bone healing. Um, you know, there's not specific times of use, but um, more so the pressures being applied you know that that's where the majority of the research is about is, is okay. the, you know that it's pretty standard the length of time the sessions 15 30 45 minutes to an hour of sessions and you know looking at the pressure specifically is the main part of the, the you know most of the research that's out there uh, gotcha. but, uh, in terms of boosting performance uh there's a number of studies showing the um you know, with multiple bouts of exercise using compression technology between those and how it affects performance, you know, in a a positive way. Uh, So, uh, yeah, so that'd be a particular, you know, obviously when to use it uh, between bouts of exercise uh, is definitely, you know, maybe a sevens team, sevens rugby, that's my background. So (laughs) if they've got two or three games during the day, you know, compression technology between those games is a a must, you know, to help uh, the, the recovery. So. Absolutely. Um, before I have just a few more, co- you know, questions specifically to the revive. Anything else that we haven't really covered on compression as a whole? You know that that you would like to touch on that I might have overlooked. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we've covered the science side of it. You know, we we generally have sort of four areas we look at when we're sort of showing or talking about the revive. So the science and expertise. So. Yep. multiple studies with actually the, the technology that's used in the revive. Sure. Uh, one particular study, which is a 
a, a study where they put dye into the lymphatic system um, and then shown the lymphatic system under a, a scanning. They've got uh, before the therapy, during the therapy, then after the therapy. And they've actually got videos of the how the lymphatic system is activated during. But then 30 minutes after the therapy, the lymphatic system has been activated. You know, the autonomic muscles in the, in the walls of the lymphatic system are uh, activated. They're, they're working, they're moving the lymph. So, you know, the perception is it's just during the treatment, but actually 30 minutes after we've made an effect that's still uh, helping, the, you know, uh, the lymphatic system. So, yeah, the science is a, is, a, is a key thing. The expertise from medical background, this unit is made to last, you know. Uh, you know, the medical market, you know, you need units that last uh, and the garments that last. So yeah. science and expertise are a key thing. The therapy, we sort of touched on the... the uh, precise pressure me measured in millimeters of mercury. Uh, one of the things I didn't touch on obviously is the speed of the cycle, but it's that uh, quick release of pressure. Uh, yep. So a lot of the competition, you know, they have a long cycle, um, but then they have a very slow release of pressure. And what happens is the limb is still under pressure when the next cycle starts. So we always uh, think about the lymphatic system like a sponge. So you know, we're looking to squeeze, squeeze the sponge. Uh, so we move fluid, then we release the sponge. We pick up more fluid, squeeze, release. So the more you can do that and the full release of pressure, the more uh, fluid, you know, we're going to move in the, in the lymphatic system. So that's sort of the therapy side. And then some people would overlook at it, maybe not look at it quite as much detail as we do, but the garments. You can have the best unit in the world, but if your garments are not delivering uh, uh, the compression in a uniform way, then you know, you're really going to be missing the, missing the, uh, the whole point. You know, the mm -hmm. Revive have a 30% overlapping structure. So it, again, going back to the lymphatic system and lymphatic bandaging, uh, you know, any lymphatic bandaging that's applied, it looks at that 30% overlap. So in the garments, the Revive garments mimic that you know, from that years and years of research about, um, you know, using that 30% overlap, which is uh, the best way of delivering that uh, compression, but gradient compression as well. So we have a slight drop off in pressure from as we go distal to proximal, because uh, we mimic the body's natural way of moving fluid from a high to low pressure. So, right. so that's the, the way the garments made, uh, you know, in terms of the 30% overlapping structure. Um, it may not come across too well on on the video but the uh what you'll find as well is when this is actually being used and internally as well you wouldn't know really that this is a four chamber garment because it is a single touch point to the skin yeah and that's really important you know there's we've got a really good video showing you know a, a no overlap and a partial overlap and you still get pooling the fluid between each uh each chamber uh if you don't have that sort of 30 percent single touch point to the skin yeah. Uh, so, you know, the garments are a, a massive part of the, the therapy. Um, and on, on, the, on the garments, we, we're, we're, we're the only, Revive's the only uh, product in the market that's got such an array of garments. And that's right. not to, you know, everyone has a specific use. So the mini boots, perfect for any ankle rehab or travel. You can use, obviously, for traveling uh, when you're seated. And obviously the boots, which are the most popular. Uh, we have a core, core garment, uh, which is a full 360 compression. 
it targets obviously the groin, glutes, um, hip flexors. Also goes into your lower back as well. Great for ice hockey. Really good uh-huh. for that ice hockey, tennis, uh, any any sports with a lot of sideways movement. Um, you know, really, there's no other garment like it on the market. Um, and then the additional garment is the pants garment, which covers is the combination of the core and the the boots. It's an eight chamber garment. Um, and again, that, that's just such a good product. Uh, the M4 has a specific pre-treatment mode as well that can be used with the pants. And what that does is similar to the lymphatic massage where they uh, massage further up the limb to uh, empty the larger lymph nodes uh, sure, in, sure. in the body. And what they, the purpose of that is to uh, empty the larger lymph nodes uh, towards the torso. Uh, so then during the treatment, they can accept more fluid from the thing, so, uh, from yep. the lymphatic system. So again, a great product, you know, and uh, it, the lymphatic system, people just perceive that as removing waste, but there's a lot of other things. It, it helps with your immune system, removing toxins. Uh, the pants garment can actually help with gut health because there's the compression on the actual guts as well. So it, it's not just about a few little things here. There's sure. many things that can help uh, with. Uh, and then the upper body garments we've got are the, are the arm uh, and then a half jacket as well. And the half jacket is a great product for baseball in particular, uh, the pitchers. Um, yep. So those, those ra- a range of garments and the design of the garments is massive uh, for the product. Um, and the final area we look at is practical use. You know, how can the product be practically used by, by the athlete? Uh, so, you know, a simple one is just the battery life. Uh, you know, the M2, for example, uh, you know, this is the lightest unit on the market. It's uh, under one kg. Sorry, I know your pounds. <laughs> it's less than two point uh, two pounds. There you go, uh, so everybody. Yeah, really, really light. But what it has is uh, eight plus hours of battery life. And okay. we say eight plus hours. You know, if you're using it this uh, sort of level that we pr- you know recommend 50, 60 millimeters of mercury, that battery will last ten plus hours. Okay. You know? In comparison to the, the some other competition on the market, uh, it may look a bit fancier, potentially touch screen and things like that. But their batteries are two, three hours. You know, so in a you know when we talk about practical use, an athlete could wake up in the morning before a game, feel a bit stiff, use the use the revive. They've got to travel. Uh, you know, they're traveling on a on a bus, team bus. They can use it then before before they warm up. They can use it at the end of the game. They can use it the next day. You know, they probably won't need to charge us up over all that time. Or if you're using it between uh, uh, players on the team, you know, if it's a shared shared unit. So, you know, that's, that's where the practical use comes in. So, yep. I guess specifically to the Revive then, you, you've kind of mentioned the M4, you know, multiple times. Uh, then just, you know, showed us the M2. Are those the two options that are there? Or if you could kind of just, Give a broad overview and then maybe again like what your recommendation recommendation might be for you know smaller tight on budget type institutions versus you know people that obviously can do a little bit more or if just you know the everyday athlete or you know you just got to get one you know kind of as much as you can for your money what what would you kind of excuse me recommend yeah i mean the technology's the same in each one in essence, you know, it's the same technology. So, 
you know, the one of the beauties of the M2 is actually the simplicity of it. You know, it's not complicated. It, it's not for the, you know, the athlete, the individual, uh, it's just simple plug and play. You know, you can change the time, you can change the pressure. Uh, you know, it's very simple to use and it has that eight hour plus battery life, you know, so there's not much that can go wrong with it as well. So it's a durable unit. So this is the unit I'd recommend for individuals, majority of individuals, uh, players, um, unless they want to have a particular application for maybe more rehab potentially, or, you know, they want that additional uh, functionality, especially with the bigger garments. So the eight chamber garments, the half jacket and the, the pants, it does need the M4 for that. So depending on generally the boots, the most popular, you know, is the M2. Uh, you know, people do want to use maybe the bigger garments as well and maybe more rehab. They might have a chronic uh, injury that actually they want some specific programs. That's when the M4 might come in for, for an individual perspective. Uh, from a team perspective, uh, depending on budget, yeah. But a lower budget, you know, M2s, you know, you get more bang for your buck, you get more of them. So you can service the team uh, if you do have this, uh, if there is budget for it, you know, in the uh, athletic training room, it'd be great to have a, uh, an M4. Uh, just then you've got wider application for it mm -hmm. from a acute injury phase. So, uh, you know, but we are seeing a, a move where, you know, this is an individual player unit, you know, where every player will get one. Um, yeah. So, and yeah, it, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a great product and it can be, easily integrated into an athlete's daily life uh, and they'll see the benefit of it 100%. Awesome. Anything else around this that we haven't covered? Uh, we've covered quite a bit. Um, I know, like I mentioned earlier, I know I've already learned something um, that I was <laughs> looking forward to. So anything else that we haven't touched on that you wanted to cover? Yeah, I suppose it's just, um, again, specific uses that I've seen in the product and this technology being used for, you know, uh, one, one does spring to mind uh, is um, Team Sky. They were a cycling team in the Tour de France. They okay. won it four or five years in a row, uh, you know, sort of 10, 10 years ago, uh, a, bit less, uh, a bit less than that. Uh, now, the cycling team, you know, I think this is quite widespread with the sort of performance cycling teams, but there's a big emphasis on massage for the riders. So, yep. uh, you know, after after races, that would be their recovery. You know, they'd, they'd probably yep. go on the bike for a bit to warm down, but then they'd have a massage. What the Team Sky found is the the what they would do is put the riders on the, the compression technology before they massage. And what they found is that the the muscles uh, were a bit looser. It made, the, made it easier for the massage. And it, sure. you know, they weren't looking to you know get an easy ride or <laughs> excuse the pun but uh you know the, the massage therapists you know they, they they just found it so much easier and quicker sure. to get in deeper into the muscle because it was more palatable uh, after they'd uh, done the uh, compression technology so again it's just that those little bits and that is all to do with you know the uh, increasing the venous return fresh blood probably uh, getting rid of some of the swelling from the you know the microtraumas from the from a big, big ride they've just done. Yep, yep. When it yep. So, you know, that, that particular, uh, you know, application is just something how, you know, you can tell something's happening. <laughs> uh, it's not just someone going in the thing and they hope, you know, the athletic trainers just put them in the room, the recovery room, just let, let them to it. Uh, you know, not knowing what pressure they put it on, for example. Right, or, you know, right. Or whatever. 
uh, it is something that, you know, you know, once you dig a little bit deeper, and as, as I said, you don't have to go too deeper to understand the, uh, the effect compression has on the body. Um, you know, I always like to look at it, you know, supplements, for example, you know, you wouldn't let your athlete use any supplement off the shelf. You'd want to have a look at it and things like that, you know, from a, uh, a team perspective, you know, and really, okay, that's a real extreme, but compression isn't too different to that, you know, compression it will have an effect on their circulatory system will have an effect on the lymphatic system and that not always is it a positive <laughs> thing right. you, know, uh, you know with compression so uh, yeah that, that's one thing uh, and yeah the last thing probably uh, it's an unusual application but we a number of years ago we got approached by a, a TV show uh, and it was more of a documentary about autism uh, and it was a particular child they'd heard about compression technology and they wanted to see the effect it would, would have on this particular child uh, so we you know donated a product for for him with the compression i think it was the pants uh, equivalent uh, and sure. they found really relaxed just a very therapeutic rhythmic yeah. motion the squeeze and you know it's, it's something you know i never thought you know this there's a potential market for that or not a market but actually it can help people and that is particularly you know it's okay we're not talking about maybe a physiological effect but it was just the feeling and how it relaxed it is a relaxing therapy you know so uh, i think that's a really important point you know beyond that or even just in the recovery in general to just get people out of that sympathetic state into that parasympathetic relaxed recover you know state um and where, yeah, like sometimes the heavy, high pressure might feel good and you, you talked, you know, extensively about why that wouldn't be, but it may also not be good just for, you know, trying to get into that relaxed state, you know, to your massage thing. You know, you, you don't want to go in and have, after a hard bike race or a rugby game and have somebody dropping their elbow into your hamstring necessarily to help you recover. Um, so finding that middle ground that's going to both be physiologically beneficial but also – just within your nervous system as well. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think there is a, there's a good opportunity for athletes when they are using this technology to combine it with other types of, whether it's watching, uh, you know, uh, their stat, their, their clips from the game, uh, yep. using that time or relaxing, you know, there's a breathing, deep breathing actually has a, uh, obviously, re relaxing helps you relax, and yep, uh, yep. uh, your, you know, like you said, the autonomic rebalancing the autonomic, autonomic nervous system. But what it what it does do as well, it does have a physiological effect on your circulation uh, and also your lymphatic system. That the relaxing of and the contraction of the diaphragm. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's uh, again more bang for your buck if you are, you know, the deep breathing. It has a mental effect but also as a physiological effect again on boosting that blood flow uh, venous return and uh, lymphatic system so awesome uh just kind of in closing then you know if people wanted to check out more on the revive uh where should they look and then or who should they contact um, and then if people wanted to potentially ever get in touch with you if that would be something is their best place to follow you or Trying to connect. Yep, definitely. Um, so, by by all means, drop me an email. 
uh, lawrence.white at mullersportsmed.com. Uh, specifically on the product, uh, you can go to Mueller Sports uh, Sportsmed website uh, and there's information on there. You know, there's a chat on the website, reach out. Uh, you know, we, there's reps nationwide in the US. Uh, so, yeah, there'll, there'll be a rep that can show you the product. <laughs> they can come into your team team and show the product. You know, if you've got one of the comp- competition units, you know, uh, I am a sales background, but, you know, the way I sell is showing people the differences. I show the product side by side. You try it. And then, you know, <laughs> normally that does that that will tell you the difference, you know, from sure. trying it. You've got to feel it to believe the differences. But ultimately, once you've done that, and you understand the effect it has physiologically, you, you'll know the, the difference in the technologies. Uh, yeah, and just to plug, and obviously I'm semi-biased um, to Mueller, but for all their sales reps, um, they're fantastic and will do whatever they can to help you out. Uh, I've met a ton of them, hung out with a bunch of them, um, and it hasn't been them just constantly trying to sell you something. They just They are a great resource and will do what they can to help you out. Um, and always like to take ideas back uh, to Mueller um, with different things. And so I um, highly recommend just reaching out to them or figuring out who yours is and connecting with them and they'll find a way to get to you. So um, just an extra little plug there. Great stuff. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time um, and sharing a lot of the background on this. I think that will be really beneficial and um Hopefully at some point when you're back over here again, we'll get to interact here face to face and maybe do another follow up on some other stuff that you guys are working on. That'd be great. Thanks for asking me to come on and uh, all the best. Thank you for checking out this episode of Athletic Training Chat. This one was with Lawrence White, who knows his compression, and your host, myself, Joel. We definitely learned something as I referenced multiple times in the episode.